Hey, Carlos. Hey, Holland. Hey, I was in the casting studio all day today with clients, and I had to be in my best behavior. Well, you know what that means. Tell me. Time to get on your breast behavior. Tiff for tabble. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> How are you? Me. Are you good? Today lasted all year, didn't Today it? Today sucked. Today was just, it was fine, but it was, it was ridiculous. The thing with me is I have 19 things that all want to come out of my talk hole at once. Mm-hmm. I want to say those things. And where is your talk hole located? The northern or southern region of Holland. <laughs> <laughs> When we decided to do this, I was like, it would be really great if like after work, when it gets late and we're bleary eyed, we'll have a few beers and do this show. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, that's a terrible idea. I'm so tired and tired. And I'm also so tired. Yeah. But I think that's when the magic comes through. You know what I mean? We'll make it magical. Yeah. A little magic comes through where it's not just like this processed machine thing that we're doing. It's genuine. We're just genuine boys yeah. that need a cold one. Yeah. First of all, we're not going to talk about the beer we're drinking because no, I'm not talking about this one. Garbage, whatever you're drinking. Yeah, this is li- it's a can that's like the size of my f- fucking calf. Yeah, this is our was the beginning of our fourth episode. It is. It also feels like a Friday. It's a Thursday technically right now. Yeah, but it's uh, but I don't think we're working tomorrow, so I'm calling tonight our Friday our Friday night kind our of fr- Friday night lights. I just thought we should do a little mini recap of the things that we've learned. Mm -hmm. Carlos, what have we learned? I've learned so much about myself as a person. Oh, wow. One thing that I've learned is that I enjoy our stories. These are stories, because sometimes these are stories that you're hearing for the first time. Sometimes they're ones that we've heard before. And it's always such a treasure to say them again and and just to relive them and, and have it immortalized now in in this cast form. Yeah. It's really nice. Before our very first episode, you told me, I met Richard Simmons once. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't tell me. Let's save it for the first show. Yeah. So right there, if you listen to the first show, that was the first time I was listening to that story. It was pretty great. Yeah, extremely yeah. great. And then we, we went through your, your viral phase. I had a little viral video, <laughs> yeah. my first viral video. Yeah. So um, we talked about that. Oh my gosh, there's tons of bar stories. Bar stories. We heard about one really amazing one a couple uh, episodes ago. Davy Wayne's, the craziest nights of my life. Yeah. And then a whole mess of just casting shenanigans, just things that we get into at work every day. There's a ton of them, and we're creating more of those every day. Every day. Yeah, there's, there's tons of them. So... You, I do have another viral video. You do. And uh, I don't know if we want to talk about that. We also talked about a lot of bars and stuff like that, which is a real fun thing to talk about. Yeah. There's one bar we left out. That, which one? Should I name it? It's a bar that I've experienced. Mm. And I don't think we could call it a bar. It's, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I do now. It's a tavern. It is a tavern. It's a tavern. The tavern is... Is more than a bar. It's uh, it is. It's an experience. It's a way of life. The tavern is something that I created. It's I, I consider it my baby. Yeah. I think the tavern is one of my greatest accomplishments now at the at the ripe age of thirty one. The tavern is an amazing place. Mm-hmm. This is something we can both talk about. 
I do have this viral video with these raccoons, which is kind of a cool story as well. So we're kind of at a, a fork in the road, as they say. Yeah. We can talk about viral videos, or we can talk about the tavern, because I'm going to name that story. Yeah. I mean, I could also just like plunk down the phone and uh, take a call. Let's and see if uh, one of the listeners would uh, be willing to tell us which story to tell. The phones are lit up right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're Let buzzing. Me see. Let me see. I hope the mics aren't picking up all that buzz. Is. I'm going to plunk down the phone over here. And hello, caller. Hi. Hey, can you hear me? Oh, good. This works. Carlos and I are chatting in the studio about uh, a couple stories. Um, one of them is about a viral video. It's a cute story uh, regarding two raccoons. And the other one's about a place that I'm not going to name, but it's a tavern. It's just an amazing story about a tavern. Let me just put it to you that way. Which story would you like to hear, caller? Definitely the tavern. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How come? Well, now there's a mystery I need to know. That's true. I kind of sold that story, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you kind of you kind of underplayed the raccoons. That's true. Yeah. 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 Tavern uh, all the way. I might have led you down a little bit of a, a tavern trail. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I I am I'm definitely more in favor of the tavern. No all offense. Right. Well, thank you for listening to Tiffer Tabble and uh yeah. we'll uh we'll tell you the story. No problem. I'm excited. All right, great. She sounded awesome. Yeah, she sounded cute. <laughs> I love her. I love her. <laughs> I think, I, so I think I'm in love. Love my life. Now, here's an interesting thing. What is we it? both have something to say about the tavern. We do, because you've been to the tavern. I was invited to the tavern. And I was, I was born in it. Here's what happened. I drove down there. I got out. And I finally get to see kind of like a duplex-looking place, eh? It's, yeah, it's a duplex. Yeah. yeah, for sure. A little like townhouse-y kind of duplex. Yeah. And I walked in. And there were games everywhere. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I felt like there was walls of board games <laughs> everywhere. And like a fucking phone booth or something in the middle of yeah, this. Uh, now, I'm not in the tavern yet, but I'm indoors. Yeah. And I saw you. Mm-hmm. And you threw at me... A shirt. A shirt. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a t-shirt. Nope. It was uh, kind of a flowy... A little blouse. Like blouse. It was very blouse Not a word I would use yeah. or wear normally. <laughs> I'm a t-shirt and jeans kind of guy. Yeah, and I'm like, that's that's unacceptable in the tavern. I'm like, here's I have an extra shirt. And I knew that because I knew that there was a bit of a dress code, right? Yeah. And you said to me, all right, I'm going to go upstairs, and you're going to wait down here, and when I'm ready for you, you'll know when. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of panicked, but yeah. you left. <laughs> because you know when you only know one person at a party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you kind of follow that person... And I was very much like, sit here. Yeah. You'll know the signal. Yeah, exactly. It was just like, you'll know. And so I, <laughs> I, I, I found my way into some uh, bathroom, and uh, I, I put the shirt on. And I don't think it fit, but that's fine. Whatever. I thought you looked, I thought you looked great. <laughs> and so I put it on, and I sat down on the couch. And uh, one of your roommates, Jamie, mm-hmm. was ironing something. And I was like, uh, so am I really going to know when? And she turned to me, and her face turned green, and fangs grew. And then she said, you'll know when. <laughs> In my mind, I thought something was going to happen. No, she was like, yeah, you'll know when. <laughs> it yeah. was pretty mellow. You'll know when. And so a moment later, mm-hmm. I hear, what did I hear? You heard. <laughs> That's exactly what I heard. But I heard it over... 
like a loudspeaker what it felt like right yeah it was like like a sort of an intercom system yeah, yeah. and so i clearly knew <laughs> what that meant it meant for me to come upstairs yep. but of course i still turned to jamie and said is that my cue <laughs> <laughs> i stand up with my blouse and i walk up the stairs and you had originally told me walk up the stairs and kind of go around the corner mm-hmm. and you'll see one door and one of the doors will have like a sconce on it and so clearly I went there and I was waiting for this moment because I had heard about this tavern for so long yeah. and all of a sudden I'm like going to cross the threshold of this place I've heard about for so long and I opened the door and I was hit with the most amazing ambiance that I've ever been hit with as far as sight and smell, color, everything. Yeah, sound, music playing. And you, of course, remember what you said to me. Welcome to Squirrelers Tavern. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and there was music playing and, and <laughs> candles alit. And I was moments away from tasting amazing spirits and other things. Exactly. The reality is, I walked into your house. Yeah. And I've walked into your room. And there's a fucking tavern in your room. In my bedroom. That look, it's a renaissance? It's like renaissance, like medieval style tavern. Yeah. Just like kind of a, the, the whole theme of the tavern is that it's it's not a fancy place. You, you know, like if you look around, you see like the barrels, you see squirrels everywhere, for instance. That's kind of my theme. It's Squirrelers Tavern. It's Squirrelers Tavern. Yeah, and I just I, I consider it a place that I'm just like, everybody can come. But let me tell you about why I have a tavern in my bedroom. I, years ago, of course, and, and I was in this, this headspace where I wanted ambiance. I wanted thematic ambiance that was akin to the prancing pony for instance in like the lord of the rings and uh just a place that had like wooden tables like pewter steins or like wooden mugs and just minstrel or just incredible lively renaissance music playing in the air and just having this candlelit warm like fire smoky dark intimate atmosphere and yeah. i just couldn't find it anywhere yeah. Right. I, I looked everywhere. I, I literally looked up taverns, like medieval taverns, medieval themes, and everywhere I like went or saw, it was obnoxiously bright, or it was like cold and like cheap. I thought to myself, "There's, there's got to be something." And then I started finding things in Europe. <laughs> of course. And so I thought to myself, "Oh, I can't get this ambiance anywhere." Yeah. So I was just like in my room. I purchased these two tables that were these convertibench kind of a things. Like they they turn into a picnic table. I remember there was a moment where I was playing Catan with my roommates, and I thought to myself, "Ooh, let me throw on some ambiance." And I threw something on my TV, right, like a little fireplace or a thing, and I turned my lights down to this like flicker setting. And then I had music playing. I had Concerning Hobbits from The Lord of the Rings playing. <laughs> and it was this wonderful moment that we had where the ambiance was perfect while we were just playing Catan in my room. You served me some amazing like barrel-aged whiskey that you kind of created and mm-hmm. 
And slowly, like, friends came over and some other roommates kind of came in and it became a tiny little intimate, maybe four-person kind of little night, you know? But at one point, the music changed to one specific song, which sounded like, to me, everything else that played, and it was up and dance time. (laughs) Where did that come from? So that moment happens because that song is literally called Dancing in the Tavern. (laughs) Okay. It's It's like a command. It is literally called Dancing in the Tavern. <laughs> and I and I just made up I made that rule. Okay. I said when when this song comes on, yeah. everybody must dance. Everybody must stand and move and dance for the entirety of like the two and a half minutes. And I don't it. friggin' dance. I, yeah. that's not my thing. I was always uh, I'm a guitar player. I always played for people. People danced when I played, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I don't do this. And so <laughs> the two and a half minutes felt like thirteen hours maybe for me. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about because I have this entire playlist that I created too yeah. that goes on a journey. I, I handpicked all of these songs. It goes on a journey now where there are Iris jigs and sing-alongs that play. Yeah. There are moments where when Concerning Hobbits plays, everyone needs to stop talking and take a, a pensive, grateful moment for where they are, who they're with, and what they're doing. Why didn't that happen when I was there? I would have loved to have paused. I It's really deep into the playlist. Okay. So the place is like over four hours long. Mm. And I don't think we reached that point. In the night, no, we right? Were close, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, and we were, we were close. We were probably but... good three hours and two minutes into it. So yeah, we, we get to a point. The music starts up. Whoever knows the rules already knows. But then, like, we have to tell everybody. I'm like, just take a stop, take a deep breath, enjoy this moment, be grateful. Yeah, have a drink, sit with your thoughts, remember where you are, remember who you're with, remember what you're doing, and be grateful for it. And it's such an amazing moment in the night. And there are other moments where, like, you know, we have these Irish sing-alongs and we're, like, slamming our cups on the table, singing along, for anybody that knows the song. But probably one of my favorite things about the tavern is we don't do anything in the tavern. I don't bring out any board games in the tavern. I don't bring out any movies when we're having a tavern night. I will say that there is a TV on. Yeah. um, Which also adds some sound, some ambiance of... uh, like people rustling and stuff like that yeah. and people and uh it also has maybe some crackling fire it does yeah there's there's a fireplace on like i have a computer monitor in the other corner right. that there's a fireplace burning there's another one where it's kind of a, a tavern ambiance and it gives the room a little bit of depth and it yeah. gives the room a little bit of sound to the point where you could be sitting with one other person speaking but you don't feel like you're alone with one person right you feel like you're just sitting in a bar and just around the corner there's there's hustle and bustle and people having a conversation yeah. and it's and it's an incredible illusion right mm-hmm. that's my, my favorite thing about the tavern uh is that i've created this place where you look up there's a chandelier right there's this like chandelier with candles mm-hmm. on it you you look over to the side there's this this moving tavern picture you look over to my wall there's this this backdrop facade of these barrels and a table you look behind the lights are flickering there it's warm. I have these candles burning that have the smell of like pumpkin yeah. and like just like earthy, like root sweetness to them. You know, pumpkins, apples at sometimes, and there there's so much going on, and it feels it tricks your mind because at that point I've pseudo convinced the majority of your senses at that moment. Right? You come in, I pour you a beer. 
you sit down, you're drinking, you're talking, you're engaging with people, and then you lose yourself in this moment. And nine times out of 10, when I'm with people and I'm talking to them, they'll always say, oh, shit, I forgot that I'm sitting in your bedroom. And it happens all the time. That's really easy to do. It's yeah. surprising, but they'll true. They'll sit and they'll just kind of like break out of a spell and they're like, you sleep here. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, my bed's right there. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing. And it's, it's, a, it's definitely a feat that I'm super proud of. Tell me about the menu system, the exchange that, ha- that goes on. Sure. So there is a very fair system that I like to use in the tavern. It is technically BYOB, yeah. the tavern. You come in, and I always say, bring a six-pack, bring a 12-pack of beer, whatever you want. Whatever you want to bring. But mostly make sure that it's in cans, mainly because I have a mini fridge. They stack easier. They stack cool easy. faster. Yeah. And... What happens is, however many beers you bring me, and and I always try to say, I always say, hey, don't bring me American domestics. Yeah. You know, don't bring me bottom of the barrel stuff that is cheap, because it's unfair to everyone. Right? I try to keep it at a certain price so nobody like feels like they're they're cheating the system. Right. Also, like get creative. Exactly. Yeah. I love to always say one of the things that I always tell people is buy a beer that you've been wanting to try, but you're too scared to try. Buy a beer because of its name. Buy a beer because of the art on it. You're like, there's a shark uh, fucking a teddy bear on this beer. And I'm like, hell yeah, buy that beer. You know, bring it over. And it doesn't matter because what happens is you come in, you give me the beer, and then I give you scoin. Scoin are these little wooden coins that have squirrels stamped on them, and they represent a beer. They represent a drink. You bring me a six-pack, I give you six scoin. And from there, you can look at the menu, because everyone else has brought things. And I put it on the menu, I write down its name, I write down its ABV, I write down how much it costs. Most beers that are in cans cost one scoin. So you're literally giving a beer to get a beer. It's like, it's just a give-and-take system. You could open that beer and be like, well, I really want to try this one, and you could hate it. You could be like, oh, this isn't for me. That's fine. You have five other beers that you can have yeah. that you brought. You have a chalkboard menu, yeah. uh, not only with um, you know a tab and everything, but like a menu of all these beers up there. And uh, I mean, I slightly bent the rules because I was being, uh, I brought a Pliny the Elder and I was like, check me out, you know, you which did. is in a glass bottle. A lot of people do that. They bend the rules for, sometimes people bring mead in a bottle, and I'm just like, hell yeah, I can't turn down mead in a yeah, tavern. Yeah, of course, right? of course. I ask them, you know, straight up, I'm like, how much did this cost you? I, I want to give you a certain amount of scoin yeah. to, you know, keep that balance. Yeah. And like, you're bringing a bottle to the tavern. It's amazing. Everything I had that night tasted amazing. We started off with your, I guess, little private whiskey batch. In My a swill. L- it was incredible. I'm glad you liked it. Started it. off uh, the night really well. And then I only had a few beers that night, but everything I had was like full of life and really amazing. Yeah. And, uh, the Souls are my favorite things because it's in a tiny oak barrel that I, I fill with, with different types of whiskey and, I, yeah. and it ages in that oak. And it's kind of ever changing too. Ever changing. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm constantly ch- changing what whiskey sure. and, and different flavors. Sometimes I'll throw in just a little dab of like an apple whiskey 
just to give it a, a little bit of a sweetness, or I'll just dump an entire rye, make the whole batch and the barrel a little spicier. Yeah. So the swill is never the same, and it's and it's incredible. And if you're ever there for your first time, I always give uh, a free shot of the swill as well, just as a thank you and as a as like a welcome. The swill's been aging now for a bit. I haven't opened the tavern in months. Would you be willing to post a couple things to social media? About the tavern? Do we have a website? I don't know. We have a Twitter now. We have a, We should twat that out. Of course. I would love to twat out some pictures and video of the tavern, right? And yeah. the thing is, pictures, video, don't do it justice. I've had people, I've had literally like British friends be like, where is this bar? Yeah. When they see pictures. And I'm yeah. like... It's in my bedroom. <laughs> I'm like, that's amazing. And then people come in and then, like, they see video and they're like, where the hell do you sleep? I'm like, oh, my bed is there. Yeah, look over there. Boom. Yeah. It's right there. Well, I mean, I have a loft bed. I guess we can yeah. say that. It's up in the air. And then people are always like, oh, you sleep up there? Yeah. Wow. And then they're like, how do you have sex up there? And I'm like, only one way to find out. <laughs> and uh, that never works. Yeah. Honestly, what, what what I got out of the tavern mostly was. I grew so much closer with my roommates because of it. Because mm. sometimes my roommates, you know, they're they're fiscally conservative and or they're like homebodies. But when I say, hey, walk down the hall, I have this amazing ambiance and we can just get shitty. It's kind of amazing. And it's right walk there for back. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I have a memory of the tavern, I don't see it in my room. You know what I mean? I see it as the place that I've created as this as this this step into a, a a different dimension into this yeah. bubble that you can't find anywhere. Yeah. It speaks to so many I've had so many strangers, right? Cuz my roommates and and you know and their friends and and so on and so forth and they just are all like can I come to the tavern? Yeah. Like when it was like hot and bumping and I'm just like of course, yeah. bring them in. Tell them the rules. <laughs> and I always say that. Tell them the rules, tell them about the attire, tell them about the beer system. Yeah. And then nothing else. And then they come, and I've had people get teary-eyed and say, this is, I've never known that I've been craving this kind of ambiance. Mm-hmm. And, and all we do is sit, talk, connect, laughing, dancing, and it's, it's life-changing. For this sign-off, I'm going to be like, Hey, you're one of my best friends, and I love talking to you. Okay. And then you respond in kind and repeat those exact words for just my own reassurance. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) And then then I'll say, let's do it again. Let's talk soon. That's a great rehearsal. It's a great rehearsal. Cool. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Hey, I like you. Yeah? It's great talking to you. You're one of my best friends, and I I just love hanging out with you. I like and love you a lot too. You fucking pointing at me a whole lot during this. Uh, Was I pointing at you the whole time? Pointing at me with that finger of yours. Uh, let's do this again soon. Let's do it again really soon. Yeah. All right. All right. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Tip for Tavel. If you want to shoot us a message or uh, say hey to the boys, email us at t4tcast at gmail.com. That's T, the number four, T cast at gmail.com we'd love to hear what you have to say 